Hi, this is Megan Cloherty, investigative reporter for WTOP News. If you like top news from WTOP, we think you'll love our new podcast called the DMV Download, where we take a more in-depth look at the biggest local stories of the day happening in our area. We hope you check it out. National Cathedral is getting a financial boost. I'm Nick Ainelli. Marriott opens its new headquarters in Bethesda. Local businesses aren't happy about the impact on parking. I'm Melissa Howell. Markets open in a few hours. Stock futures are all down, though, in the red. The Dow down 249 in early trading. Good morning. It's 6 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Liberty Mutual Insurance. I'm Stacey Lynn in Washington. Ian is now a Category 1 hurricane hitting Cuba. And next, it's making a beeline for Florida. CBS's Astrid Martinez with details. A state of emergency is now in effect throughout Florida. Most forecasting models show Ian on a course tracking along the state's Gulf Coast towards the panhandle later this week. We could see a situation where we have Cat 4 storm surge and potentially a Cat 1 or 2 hurricane landfall. Officials said widespread flooding may occur, even if the center of the storm remains offshore. Ian would be the first major hurricane to make landfall there since Hurricane Michael in 2018. Eastern Canada got clobbered by Fiona. Greg Cook is a volunteer firefighter. We watched a house over here just completely get ripped off its foundation by a wave and there was actually a house behind me right where we're standing and that's completely gone now and we watched that one just disappear. Yeah, not just houses, bridges were swept away as well. Hundreds of thousands are still in the dark. This week, the January 6th committee will resume public hearings. Denver Riggleman is a former Republican congressman who was in charge of looking at phone records, emails, social media posts, and text messages related to the attack. He told 60 Minutes. You get a real aha moment when you see that the White House switchboard had connected to a rioter's phone while it's happening. That's a big, pretty big aha moment. Secretary of State Blinken was also on 60 Minutes talking about the war in Ukraine. Vladimir Putin has a clear way out of the war he started, and that's to end it. If Russia stops fighting, the war ends. If Ukraine stops fighting, Ukraine ends. Want to see a spaceship crash into an asteroid? This isn't a sci-fi movie. This is real. NASA's conducting a double asteroid redirection test. They want to see if smashing into an asteroid millions of miles away could knock it off course. NASA scientist Tom Statler. We are changing the motion of a natural celestial body in space. Humanity, humanity has never done that before. They're going to try to slam into it head-on at 14,000 miles per hour. CBS News space consultant Bill Harwood. The moon they're trying to hit is only 525 feet across. So if you think Statue of Liberty, think about the pyramids, you know, it's kind of in that scale. If it works, NASA will be a step closer to protecting us from a future cosmic collision. They're live streaming the whole thing on nasa.gov slash nasa live. Former President Jimmy Carter made a surprise visit to a peanut festival in Plains, Georgia. He's celebrating his 98th birthday this Saturday. This is CBS News. Liberty Mutual customizes your car and home insurance. So you only pay for what you need. Visit LibertyMutual.com to learn more. 603 on Monday, September 26th. We're at 58 degrees right now. It'll be partly sunny, breezy, and mild. Highs up near 80.
And good morning. I'm John Doman. And I'm Joan Jones. And our top local stories this morning, Fairfax County Police now know the identity of a Jane Doe whose remains were found back in 2001. DNA helped to identify her. Now police are hopeful that it will help them to catch her killer, too. It's a story you're hearing first on WTOP. We're halfway there. Major Ed O'Carroll with the Fairfax County Police says the Jane Doe remains that were found near what's now Tyson's belong to Patricia Agnes Gildawi. Now that Patricia has her name back, we're on to who her circle of friends were, who some enemies might have been. She went by Shuby, and what it means is little cabbage. My mother used to call her my little cabbage when she was just a baby because her head was so round. Veronique Duperly says her slightly younger sister was a free spirit who didn't want to live under anyone else's rules. She disappeared when she was 17 in 1975. She was dating an older man who had an upholstery store. Police say it's no longer in business. They're trying to learn where that man is and what he knows. Her sister doubts they'll ever find Shuby's killer, but knowing what happened mattered most to her. Did she have a family? Get married? Was she sick? Was she hurt? Was she in a hospital someplace? You know, you don't know, and you don't know where to look. Neil Loikenstein, WTLP News. An area CEO for the American Red Cross is in Florida ahead of the arrival of Hurricane Ian. Dale Coons, who heads the National Capital and Greater Chesapeake region for the Red Cross, is joining other disaster responders to get ready for a potentially massive response. He tells WTOP he flew down on Sunday to join a team of 300. We'll hunker down and be ready for the storm and then everything after that. They're readying supplies to shelter up to 30,000 people if that's what's needed. Kuntz has this suggestion for people who want to help but can't go to Florida like he can. One of the best ways that you can do if you are out of the affected region to be able to help is to go get blood. Sandy Kozell, WTOP News. A big fundraising effort at the Washington National Cathedral. It's already raised $115 million for upgrades and repairs, and it expects that number to hit the ultimate goal of $150 million over the next couple of years. The money is for restoration work. And it'll be enough to finish repairs from the 2011 earthquake that caused nearly $40 million in damage at the National Cathedral. We've got the work broken up into phases. Joe Alonzo is the cathedral's head stonemason. We've been, you know, literally chipping away at it for the last 11 years, and we're a little more than halfway done. The money's also going toward another project. A major renovation of the cathedral pipe organ, which was first installed in 1938. Nick Ainelli, WTOP News. Fans of the Washington Commanders have a choice to make, and perhaps it might divert a little attention away from that loss yesterday. You see, during the first quarter of Sunday's game against the Eagles, the Commanders announced they're down to two options for a new mascot. It's either a hog or a dog. Fans can continue to cast their votes on their preferred mascot on the team's website. The mascot will be officially revealed on January 1st, when the Commanders wrap up the regular season against the Cleveland Browns. I'm going for the dog here. I don't know about you. I, there's not a lot of great choices there. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> Coming up here right after traffic and weather, we'll tell you about a local university that says it's closing its doors at 6.07. Here's Ross Fard, an ICAM subject matter expert at CISA on the CISO Handbook Discussion. Sponsored by CyberArk. That is one of the real important aspects of implementing a zero-trust architecture is it's information-informed decisions you make 
continuously about your environment, who's accessing your environment, what they're getting access to. And that changes all the time. Listen to the entire discussion on Federal News Network. Search Cloud Exchange. As the global leader in privileged access management, a critical layer of IT security, CyberArk protects data, infrastructure, and assets across the enterprise, in the cloud, and throughout the DevOps pipeline. CyberArk delivers the industry's most complete solution, helping federal agencies meet today's challenging security and compliance requirements. And CyberArk is trusted by the world's leading organizations, including more than 50% of the Fortune 500, to protect against external attackers and malicious insiders. Visit CyberArk.com to learn more. That's C-Y-B-E-R-A-R-K.com. This week at Safeway, large pumpkins or three-pound bags of juicy clementines are $3.99 each with digital coupon. Limit two offers, member price. And signature select jumbo muffins or buy one, get one free, member price. Good morning, it's 6.08. Slower clogged trains. Call Michael and Son and get $100 off a train cleaning today. Traffic and weather on the 8th, and it's Jack in the Traffic Center. All right, as you ride in Virginia on the Beltway, basically now between Alexandria and McLean, I think all of your travel lanes are open. The last of those barrels were being picked up on the inner loop up near 123. It had gone all the way up to the toll road. But at this point, you've got uh, just some flashing arrows along the far right side of the roadway. 66, we have a delay in Manassas. I think our work zone that was out between 29 headed toward 28 in Centerville had just a left lane getting by. I think that's wrapped up. We're just now watching the last of those flashing lights along the right side all the way back in Manassas. Otherwise, through Gainesville headed toward Roslyn, that is your only delay. 95 out of Fredericksburg, you're good. A little bit of a slowdown. Dale City going into Woodbridge. The activity southbound after Dale City, that is gone. 395 looks good. Springfield North, no delay up to the 14th Street Bridge. Riding downtown, we are heavier inbound. Suitland Parkway riding toward First Sterling. DC 295 South. Round Burroughs Avenue headed down toward East Capitol Street. That's where you'll find your delay. Maryland stretch of the Beltway. You are getting a little heavier now on the outer loop top side. Round University Boulevard toward Colesville Road. 270 looks good. South out of Frederick, headed to the Lane Divide. We're quiet on 70 between Hagerstown and Frederick. ICC's looking good. No worries between the beltways. No delay yet. 95 or the BW Parkway. Can't find the new car you're looking for? Try a Fitzway used car. Next to a new car, a Fitzway car is best. Visit Fitzmall.com for a good car and a safe car you can trust. That's the Fitzway. Jack Taylor, WTOP Traffic. Your forecast now with Chad Merrill. The autumn chill is definitely in the air today. As a matter of fact, temperatures only in the upper 70s. A bit of a southwest breeze at 10 to 15 miles per hour. Clear skies tonight, 40s in the suburbs, 50s downtown. Sunshine early Tuesday, then partly cloudy, low 70s. Only upper 60s with partly cloudy skies both Wednesday and Thursday. And low 70s with ample sunshine on your Friday. Lows in the 40s and 50s at night. I'm Storm Team Chad Merrill. Got some clear skies this morning and 53 degrees in Germantown. Same for Annandale. It's 53 there and it's 59 outside the TOP studios. Brought to you by Long Fence. Save 15% on Long Fence, decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today to schedule your free in-home estimate. It's 610, and an expansion of Maryland's move-over law is set to go into effect this weekend. Starting October 1st, drivers need to move over when any type of vehicle is stopped on the side of the road with a warning signal or flashers on. MVA Administrator Chrissy Neiser says the expansion of the law should help cut down on confusion. 
I think that the law, again, provides that clarity that it applies to everybody and obviously always best to um, move over regardless of, of what you see to allow folks to take care of what they need to. And as for penalties? Violating um, the move over law is a misdemeanor. It carries a $110 fine and one point on your license. If that violation causes a crash, the fine is $150 and three points. Ann Kramer, WTOP News. An agreement over the use of a public parking garage between the new Marriott headquarters and Montgomery County is receiving a little bit of pushback. The new Marriott International Headquarters, which will bring as many as 2,800 employees to downtown Bethesda, is now leasing a public parking garage from the county over on Woodmont Avenue, a move that local businesses say has been a major hit to business and a misuse of a facility paid for by taxpayers. That's according to Bethesda Beat. Now, the agreement was made back in 2017 and took effect last month. This means the garage is closed to the public 7 a.m. to 6 p.m. on weekdays. Now, county officials say local businesses were notified in advance. Marriott is leasing the garage for $2 million annually and has the option to reduce its payment each year by giving up some parking spaces. Melissa Howell, WTOP News. Stratford University announced it will be closing its campuses at the end of the term. The Virginia-based private university made that announcement in an email sent to students Friday. News 4 reports the Department of Education decertified their accreditation and the department stopped them from enrolling new students. An official said without those new students, they don't have the money to continue operations. School will hold a series of meetings to help students find a transfer school. The first such meeting will be today at the Alexandria campus. Pay raises are coming for police officers and firefighters in Manassas Park. The Prince William Times reports City Council okayed an $11,000 pay raise earlier this month after the police chief there told Council he's losing officers to other departments and agencies that pay more. The money used for the pay increases will come from revenue from the speed camera and red light cameras. Coming up here on WTOP, Ian has strengthened into a hurricane. So where is it heading? It's 613. And now from WTOP Small Business September Series, presented by Eagle Bank, here's Jack McDougall, President and CEO of the Greater Washington Board of Trade. Particularly for small businesses on the on the pay side, I think that's a real challenge. What I think is emerging, though, what you see out there is more and more employees are looking for a sense of purpose. And so it's mission-driven. And so I think organizations right now that have a really compelling mission value or a purpose value proposition are attracting people. And so and I think that's true at the, at the small business level, particularly in the nonprofits, as well as at larger companies. And so there's a real emphasis on that. I think one of the things the pandemic did for all of us is it just caused us to take a pause and rethink. To hear more of this interview, visit WTOP and search Small Business September. To learn more about how Eagle Bank can help your business grow, go to EagleBankCorp.com. Equal housing lender, member FDIC. Eagle Bank, building business, building relationships. You can be Latino and not speak Spanish. You can be Latino even if others believe you don't look Latino. Today more than ever, there's no one way of defining what it means to be Latino. But there is one way of defining how to make our community stronger. Being unidos. Because being unidos is the best way to create more and better opportunities for all of us. Unidos U.S., the largest Latino civil rights organization in the United States. Join us. Visit unidosus.org. 
on the house. No charge. Complimentary. Gratis. For a limited time, Silver Diner is offering free delivery through SilverDiner.com. You heard that right. Free delivery through SilverDiner.com. Now you can satisfy your entire family without leaving home. Whether you are vegan, vegetarian, gluten-free, or just love the classics, Silver Diner offers you the choices of how you live and a healthy dose of what you crave. Now with free delivery. Order today at SilverDiner.com. Offer ends September 30th. Silver Diner. Eat well, be well. Sports at 15 and 45, powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. 615, Dave Johnson, a lot of disappointed Commanders fans. Well, we begin with a simple declarative statement. Eagles had more sacks than the Commanders had points. That's a problem. Eagles 24-8 win over the Commanders. And Carson Wentz, oh, your offensive line, you were sacked nine times. That is not all the O-line. I got to be better. Uh, I got to get rid of the ball in a lot of those situations and find a way to just find a check down and move on and and different things like that. But I got to be better and help our guys out. And I think it's a culmination also of uh, being down. Yeah, Commanders down 24 nothing at halftime after being down 20. 2 nothing at halftime last week against the Lions. Commanders, uh, you know, they did limit the Eagles on the ground, but gave up the big plays on defense in the first half that helped the Eagles to all their points. But back to that offense, George Wallace. No plays made on offense. Ron Rivera's kept saying there's a lot of football left, and this is a young team. That's fine, but at some point, your playmakers and your veterans are going to have to step up and make plays if you want to make something of this season. The Eagles' defense held Terry McLaurin without a catch until the third quarter, and Jahan Dotson only had two catches yesterday for 10 yards. Ravens 37-26 went over the Patriots. Lamar Jackson accounted for five touchdowns, John Harbaugh. He's running the show out there. He's making the checks. He's managing the clock. All the things that you would say an operator or a manager does, he's doing all those things, too. Talk about defense. Broncos 11-10 went over the 49ers last night. The Dolphins are 3-0, beat the Bills to attack of Iloa just came back to the game despite appearing to be disoriented by a head injury. A national 6-1 win over the Marlins. In 11, the Orioles lose the Astros, so they're four and back in the wild card with uh, 10 games to go. Uh, the uh, preseason, Capitals lose the Sabres 4-3 in overtime. Spirit lost to Kansas City 3-0. Dave Johnson, WTLP Sports. The top stories we're following for you this morning here on WTOP. Ian, now a hurricane, and it's heading for western Cuba at this hour. People living in Florida bracing for a potential hit later this week. Governor Ron DeSantis has declared a state of emergency for all of Florida. Vice President Kamala Harris arrives in Tokyo this morning. She'll attend former Japanese Prime Minister Shinzo Abe's funeral. She'll also hold talks with the country's current prime minister on a partnership over security issues involving Taiwan while she's there. It's a mystery solved in Fairfax County. Police have identified the remains of a woman found back in 2001 in a wooded area of Tyson's. Using new DNA technology, police say the remains belong to Patricia Gildawi, who was last seen back in 1975 when she was 17 years old. Stay with WTOP for more on these stories in the minutes ahead. At 617, a historic election is shaping up in Italy. The Brothers of Italy, a party with neo-fascist roots, has won the most votes in that country's elections. The outcome not only delivers Italy its first far-right-led government since World War II, it also means that Georgia Maloney will be the uh, will be Italy's first woman prime minister, premier. The elections come at a crucial time for Europe as it faces Russia's war in Ukraine and the related soaring energy costs that have hit ordinary Italian pocketbooks as well as the industry. It's 618. 
Traffic and weather on the 8s and Jack Taylor's in the WTOB Traffic Center. We look good right now on the Beltway in Virginia between Alexandria and McLean. Should find your travel lanes open. 66 recovering quickly as we get into the rush hour. The work that was clearing out of Centerville is gone. Slowdown back in Manassas easing, remaining heavy as you pass the rest area headed toward 29. Rest the ride east toward Roslyn. You're looking good. Now you're in good shape on 95 coming out of Fredericksburg. We're a little crowded now in Woodbridge. Then again, briefly moving through Lorton. Fine trip so far on 395, leaving the Beltway up to the 14th Street Bridge. Riding across the 14th, you're good into downtown. Freeway's quiet so far. Looking good on I-295, leaving Oxen Cove north up toward the 11th Street Bridge. Little heavy. South on DC 295 toward East Capitol Street. Watch inbound on K Street after Washington Circle Northwest. Broken down vehicle last heard was in the far right lane. Police activity in Northeast. Closing Minnesota Avenue between Ames Street and Blaine Street. Now you will find in Maryland you're looking good on the Beltway. Topside outer loop a little heavier. New Hampshire to Georgia. Inner loop's fine south of town. Joint Base Andrews down toward the Wilson Bridge. Nothing in your way yet. 270 getting a little heavier now. Southbound out of Frederick near the Monocacy toward Urbana. Then again at 109. Just volume so far. Nothing reporting your way. Rest of the trip headed south into Rockville and Bethesda. You are fine toward the Lane Divide. Jack Taylor, WTOP Traffic. And our forecast, Chad Merrill, has that this morning. Chad, what kind of a day do we have shaping up? Well, Joan, we have plenty of sunshine. It'll turn a little breezy this morning. The southwest wind at about 10 to 20. Temperatures, though, in the upper 70s. So the storms we had yesterday are a thing of the past, and we have some cooler air moving in. Temperatures tonight in the mid-50s. We'll see 40s in the suburbs. The average high, by the way, 77, and we are going to be below that margin Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. As a matter of fact, upper 60s Wednesday and Thursday with a light northwest wind. Friday, plenty of sunshine, low 70s. We have to wait till Sunday and Monday, a week from today, before we get any moisture from Hurricane Ian. Right now, it is 61 degrees at BWI Marshall and Reagan National Airport. And one of the cooler spots is Dulles International at 57 degrees. And it's 58 here at WTOP, brought to you by New Look Home Design. The roofing experts call 1-800-279-5300. And still to come on WTOP. D.C. celebrates 10 years of the March on Washington Film Fest. I'm Jason Fraley. It's 621. And now, from WTOP's Small Business September series, presented by Eagle Bank, here's Terry Beverly, Senior Vice President, Market Executive at Eagle Bank. We're a large community bank with deep resources. We think banks should be a part of the community that we serve. So we live in the community. We patronize the restaurants in our community. We work in the community. We patronize healthcare providers, great healthcare providers like Whitman Walker in the community. And so when Ryan and Nasima talk about the mission, again, on health equity and access to health care for traditionally marginalized or underserved communities, that resonates with us, making sure that we have the financial systems in place that allow them to execute. And that's been, I think, the nature of the partnership. To hear more of this interview, visit WTOP and search Small Business September. To learn more about how Eagle Bank can help your business grow, Go to EagleBankCorp.com. Equal housing lender, member FDIC. Here's Mike Cecilia, the Executive Vice President for Industries at Oracle on the Cloud Exchange, sponsored by Oracle. We believe that healthcare is ripe for transformation. 
And we believe with the right injection of technology into companies like Cerner, you know, which is uh, which is the company that we just acquired, we can really create better outcomes for both patients and providers. We view it uh, not just as a business, but as an obligation as well. Listen to the entire discussion on Federal News Network. Search Oracle. Oracle Cloud redefines innovation with enterprise-ready solutions and integrated services, allowing government to build, manage, and secure critical workloads seamlessly in the cloud or on-premises. Government agencies trust Oracle Cloud with FedRAMP high-accredited cloud regions supporting all of your data workloads. Learn more at oracle.com federal. That's oracle.com federal. This is WTOP News. It's 623, and thousands of students across Virginia are expected to walk out of school tomorrow morning. They say it's in protest of new policies from Virginia Governor Glenn Youngkin's administration that the students believe attack transgender students in the state. Those new policies require students to use facilities and participate in programs that match their sex assigned at birth. They also require a student to have a parent's permission to change their name or gender at school. Governor Yunkin has defended the guidelines, saying they respect students while also involving parents. Organizers say the protests will be staged in about 100 schools around the state. The March on Washington Film Festival is celebrating its 10th anniversary. You can expect socially conscious films and panels this Wednesday through Sunday. We've gone through many political changes. Our first African-American president and then a complete reversal. 2020, Black Lives Matter and George Floyd's death. Artistic director Isisara Bay screens The Defenders at Union Market Dock 5. Chronicling the story of all of the attorneys from around the country who went to Mississippi in the beginning of the civil rights movement and how it's impacted today. You'll also see the documentary Acting While Black at Eaton Workshop. It is about the underdeveloped storylines and racially stereotypical roles in the French cinema. We're going to have a West African DJ and we're going to do some Afrobeat dancing. Find out more on WTOP.com. Jason Fraley, WTOP News. We now know who's headlining the Super Bowl halftime show this year. The NFL has announced that Rihanna will take center stage at State Farm Stadium for the Apple Music Super Bowl halftime show with the Super Bowl, which is set for February 12th in Glendale, Arizona. Now, the pop star shared an Instagram photo yesterday showing her tattooed hand holding up an NFL-branded football. That was her first social media activity since giving birth to her first child back in May. Money news at 25 and 55. A new study looking at the data of over 20 million LinkedIn users finds our acquaintances may be more helpful to us in finding a new job than close friends. The study was conducted by researchers from LinkedIn, Harvard Business School, and MIT between 2015 and 2019. It suggests there are weak ties like friends and uh, friends and strong ties like immediate colleagues. The research finds it's those weak ties that can lead you to better job opportunities not found in your strong ties network. Olivia Wilde's Don't Worry Darling open at number one at the box office this weekend, debuting with over $19 million in ticket sales. It stars Florence Pugh and Harry Styles. That movie was the one that was engulfed by a storm of controversies, including whether Styles might have spit on co-star Chris Pine at a film festival earlier this year. It also to was torched by critics, earning only a 38 on Rotten Tomatoes. 
Running out the top three are the Woman King that earned $11 million and Avatar that had $10 million in earnings. Money News brought to you by Mattress Warehouse. Now through Monday, it's a semi-annual inventory clearance event at Mattress Warehouse with over 30 queen mattresses for less than $7.99. Mattress Warehouse has mattresses to fit any budget. Coming up here on WTLP, we've got the latest on the trek of Hurricane Ian. It's 626. When it comes to the future of Army aviation, Defiant X gives soldiers the edge. Transformational X2 technology delivers increased speed, range, and maneuverability. Led by Lockheed Martin, Sikorsky, and Boeing, and powered by a strong, diverse team of suppliers, Defiant X not only delivers...